We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Fan TV here, checking in with you guys. Hope everybody's doing well. Midweek stream, midweek catch up. Just wanted to talk about uh, Ime Udoka. Today's news in Knicks land was that Ime Udoka will be interviewing for the Knicks head coaching job. So we can add his name to the list along with Mike Woodson. Kenny Atkinson, Tom Thibodeau. Now we're also hearing Orlando's uh, assistant coach, Pat Delaney, and Chicago's assistant coach, Chris Fleming, will also be interviewing for the job. According to Ian Begley of SNY, about eight to 10 coaching candidates will be interviewed by Leon Rose and crew. So, uh, you know, Nick's doing their homework. Begley also thinks that a decision could be made on the coaching hire by the end of this month. So stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned. So just wanted to come on here real quick, specifically to talk about Udoka and, and his qualifications. Um, some of you guys may or may not know about him. He, he was a player in the league, came up in the league, um, first on the international scene in France and Spain, then came up, played for a multitude of teams, including the Knicks. Played for the Knicks in 2005, only eight games, signed with the Knicks as a free agent, but was uh, cut. Uh, he played for Santa. He played for the Nets as well. Played for the Spurs. Played for Portland as well. So he made his ra- w- uh, rounds around the league. Uh, but ultimately, he found his comfort in the coaching circles, most notably under Greg Popovich's tutelage and the San Antonio Spurs. So he's been with the Spurs uh, for quite some time as an assistant coach, and then just signed with Philly this past off season. Uh, he and Aldridge, he, he and Lamarcus Aldridge were fairly close. So he was credited for actually. Uh, bringing LaMarcus Aldridge to the Spurs from Portland as they had a close kinship. Specialty for Udoka is his defense. Defense is his calling card, and he signed a pretty big deal for an assistant coach with Philly uh, to be their defensive coordinator under Brett Brown. Now, Philly finished, uh, well, not finished, but regular season-wise, they were around sixth 
and defensive efficiency, defensive rating, also six in opponents' points per game. So that was their calling card. That was their strength, even though that team had kind of regressed a little bit from where they were last year. Let's see how things finish in terms of this NBA restart slated for the end of July. So they 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 were top of the leagues in defense. Udoka's style is a physical style of play forcing a lot of turnovers and uh, so a lot of creativity in, in his pick and roll coverage, you know, a lot of traps, a lot of blitz in, in, on the pick and rolls, some soft coverage on the pick and roll. And so uh, Udoka's calling card has been on the defensive end. So listen, I, I think this is a matter of formality, but you never know. You never know. Some one of these guys, we, we know Tibbs is the front runner, but one of these guys could come in and and uh, shake things up. Maybe one of these guys comes in and, and really impresses Leon Rose. Udoka's name has been floated around for a lot of coaching vacancies over the past few years. As re- as of recent, he's been linked to the Chicago Bulls job, and he also interviewed for the Cleveland job last year. So he's considered the Bulls the front runner for the Bulls job, but the Knicks are also going to keep an eye on things. So. I don't mind it. I think, you know, some of you guys, when we talked about uh, the the Atkinson, Thibodeau, Woodson trio, some of you guys were kind of upset that the coaching pool wasn't expansive. And so now here we go. According to Ian Begley, it's going to be about eight to 10 candidates. Udoka is going to be one of them. Also, Orlando's Pat Delaney, Chicago's Chris Fleming, in addition to Atkinson, Thibodeau, and Woodson. Uh, Steve Popper, Newsday is saying that maybe Becky Hammond, but I I haven't heard anything to confirm that. So maybe Becky Hammond gets a look, another Popovich disciple, and uh, someone else that's that's fairly popular in the coaching fraternity right now, uh, uh, you know, in terms of advocating for a job. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But, you know, uh, Udoka, another defensive-oriented coach, another young coach uh, to add to the consideration. Haven't heard anything about Stackhouse, so... Uh, we'll see what happens there. No word on Mark Jackson for the Mark Jackson hive, uh, in personal news, Mark just lost his mom. So let's, you know, keep lift him up in, in positive thoughts. Uh, Mark just lost his mom recently. So he, he certainly, you know, going through some personal trials and tribulations, but that's what we know. And you know, listen, the, the, the Knicks went down this route the last time during the Fisdale circus or not circus but during the the interviews uh before they ultimately landed on Fisdale they they talked to Mike Budenholzer they talked to Fisdale they talked to Jay Laranega Jay Wright was considered in that group but never actually interviewed Stackhouse was considered in that group but I'm not sure if he did interview so um Dilson they did do their homework uh during during the Fisdale um coaching selection and so now they're going to do this again. Hopefully now they, they pick the right guy. Will it be Tibbs? Will it be Kenny? Will it be uh, Ime Udoka or, or somebody who we're not thinking about? What do you guys think? Leave me a comment in the chat, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP just checking in with you guys for a quick uh, midweek catch up. Working on some more interviews. We got a big one on the way, but we're not going to announce it just yet. And uh, working on some others in, in, in between time. So definitely um, stick around and we're going to continue to try to deliver uh, on some content while we wait for the NBA restart to occur. Um, I want to shout out some Super Chats. Let's see where Super Chats are coming in from. 
Salute to number one, Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, as usual, always supporting us, always holding us down. Michael Parker in the chat says, salute to the chat, salute CP, salute to the mods. I think Stackhouse should get a look, even if assistant coach, everyone be safe. Yeah, listen, I, I think Stackhouse should, should certainly get a look. Um, based on what he heard, what we've heard, he certainly has credentials uh, to be a head coach in this league. Not sure if he would want to come back for an assistant job after he left the league to go to Vanderbilt. I would think that he would want a head coaching job, and it seems like he's put in the work to do so. So let's see where where they um, go with Stackhouse. Um, Sam Garcia, thanks for the super chat, Sam. He's, Sam, he says, I want Hammond, Udoka, or Atkinson. Okay. So Sam lists his three in order, Becky Hammond, Ime Udoka, or Atkinson. Louis Luck, appreciate the love. Louis Luck, he says, one dislike on the show must have been Charles Oakley. <laughs> Listen, uh, we, don't, we don't worry about the dislikes. We don't worry about that because the love always overpowers the lames. We always say that. So we don't worry about any of the dislikes because the love is always there. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. You know the protocol. You know the vibes. Also, please share these videos. Share these videos with a Knicks fan or basketball fan. And remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Alexa. So definitely remember that. Um, The Mitch Please, did you guys see Mitch working out? Mitch was doing his workouts and he was wearing the Mitch Please t-shirt. I always knew that was going to be the source of his dominance in these workout videos. Mitch was down in New Orleans or wherever he was practicing, rocking a Mitch Please t-shirt, always repping a brand, repping the fans, and uh, and I hope Mitch bounces back for a good year three, man. Definitely hope Mitch bounces back for a good year three. But no, that wasn't from Oak, man. Me and Oak are cool. We're all cool with Oak. It's all love. You know, the Oak interview was what it was, but it's just, uh, you know, that's tough love from Oak, man. Tough love from Oak. Jamon Paschal says, love from Indianapolis. Salute to Jamon how you feeling? C-Max is CP for Knicks head coach. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, listen, I I, uh, I appreciate the consideration. I don't I don't want that stress. Um, Sherwin sa- M says, I'm not a fan of the interviews. Well, it's my show, uh, so I'm going to put the content out that I want to put out. And there's other fans of the interviews. If you don't like it, hey, you watch something else. Viewing is always optional. I say that to everybody. It's never personal. It's always optional. So, it is what it is. Don't worry. No worries on my end. Keith Sinclair, what's going on? Salute to all the mods in here. Uh, John Talento, always in here first. Appreciate you, John. Uh, Michael Parker says, Budenholzer would have been a nice pickup. Yeah, it would have been a nice pickup. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Uh, Budenholzer obviously took the better situation with, uh, with, with you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. So... It is what it is. Will in here. Will from LI. What's going on, Will? Says, I'm a big fan of the show. You always call in here, Will. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Louis Luck, appreciate it. <laughs> Joel Johnson's Aki, you hate on Nick's TV. Hey, listen. Like I said, it's never personal. It is what it is. People see the movement. It's happening. It's happening. So don't even worry about it. And uh, yeah, that's all I want to talk about real quick, man, was the uh, Ime Udoka hire. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section. Let me know, let me know what you guys think in the chat. And uh, yeah, that's about it. NBA restart on the horizon. What's up with all the Kyrie hate, man? Everybody jumping down Kyrie's throat with all these comments. I, I just think it's a complete overreaction. I think people are desperate 
for basketball. And I I just don't understand it, man. You got Kendrick Perkins coming out, jumping on Kyrie, and everybody just jumping on this Kyrie bandwagon, man. I th- I don't think the league was ever in jeopardy of being postponed. The players are going to play. Not everybody's going to play. Some players may sit this one out for safety reasons. And, you know, Orlando's supposedly the, the COVID uh, cases are skyrocketing on, in Orlando. We heard something like at Orlando Airport, maybe 250 people came down with it recently. Orange County, which is where Orlando is in, is definitely on the rise in terms of COVID cases. So, you know, players like Carmelo have expressed their concerns with how the bubble is going to be, you know, constructed and and maintained in a safe manner. So I don't think there is anything wrong with that. Now they're saying they got a snitch hotline for the bubble. Any player found leaving the bubble is encouraged to come forward and 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 dime out the, their fellow brethren. Oh man, it's 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 crazy, man. All for the sake of 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 a sport, but you know that that's just how it is. They're intent on finishing the season. There's a lot of financial implications, um, you know, in terms of not finishing the season. And so I think this whole Kyrie thing is a distraction. The whole thing about, you know, him wanting to start his own league and stuff like that. I don't know whether it was true or it was not true. You know, Bondi comes out with that article saying that that's what happened. Nets players came out and said that's completely fake news. Listen, I don't know. It's not Nick related, so it's not really affecting me one way or the other. Like I said, I applaud Kyrie for uh wanting to take a stand on social justice issues that we'll see how he goes about doing it the actions will speak louder than the words i think people are getting too caught up in the words right now and i think the action will, will will ultimately speak louder you know what i mean so that's the word robert paris in the chat salute to robert paris he sends us a super chat robert paris always in here salute robert he says um let me read the chat he says Oh, let me scroll up and read this. So to everybody in the chat, Frederick, I see you. What's going on? Robert Paris says, Rose is being thorough and in short order has put his management team together. Facts. That's exactly right. So far, I like what Leon's been doing with the team. I like how he's been putting it together. He's got a sharp capologist in Brock Aller to come in and navigate the CBA. We never know. The CBA could be changing very soon if they don't restart this. And there is also an opt-out clause for the NBA for next year's CBA. So 2022, they could be going back to the drawing board. So again, the CBA could be changing, which means salary cap could be changing. And so we're going to need somebody like a Brock Aller in there to navigate that and and help us, uh, you know, acquire the, the, the best free agents, the best bang for our buck. Then he brought in Walt Perrin, you know, your, your, your top scout, your lead scout. He brings in uh, Walt Perrin. He brings in Alex Klein, a young, sharp mind, uh, highly respected around the league, a young 26-year-old to be under his tutelage, to go along with Scott Perry. All these guys come in with relationships. That's the word that you're hearing from everyone who has been reviewing these acquisitions is uh, these guys are relationship guys, you know, throughout the basketball hierarchy, the basketball ranks. And so far, the approach is what I'm on board with. We'll see how, uh, you know, the, the recipe turns out. We'll see how the soup turns out. You know what I mean? Other news. 
Well, you know, Berman came out and said that that Rose wasn't too too high on Kevin Knox. Um, not so sure how accurate that is, but not surprising in the slightest. You know, Kev, year three Kev, he's, he's got to come out and show and prove. And unfortunately, he's going to be looking at his third president is and possibly his third head coach in as many seasons. So that certainly doesn't help with his development. But, you know, we want to see Kev take that next step. And, and uh, you know, prove that his draft stock was not a fluke. You know what I mean? And I just think Kev is just a young prospect right now trying to find his way. And I think he will. I think he will. You know, what his ceiling is going to be, I'm not so sure. But, you know, we all know that defensively he's got to get some work done. And offensively, he's got to knock down that consistent jumper. Defensively, where is his fit? Is he going to be able to consistently guard threes? Is he going to be big enough? to guard a lot of force without getting bodied in the paint. Right now, Kev's kind of hovering in that in-between. So we'll see. But, you know, it's, it's in the Knicks' best interest to, to continue developing them. None of these guys, none of their draft picks outside of RJ and Mitch have any trade value. None. So at the end of the day, you know, they're better off here being developed. You're better off here trying to develop these players and, and seeing what they become. You know, so that that's my take on Kev, and let's see what happens there. Um, Justin Sweeney, appreciate the comment. Definitely appreciate the comment, Justin Sweeney. Uh, who else we got in here? If you're new in the chat, give us a hashtag new. I see a couple like Sha- Shaquille Madison looks like a new viewer. Salute to Shaquille Madison. Um, Illa checking in from Canada. What's going on, Illa? John Talento, always appreciate it. Uh, Rand's. Delsky sends us a super chat. They say, CP, if you can pull off a realistic Julius trade to improve our team, what would that trade be and for who? Man, I got to think about that one. I, I definitely got to think about that one. And, and uh, got, first of all, you got to see what the salaries, to make sure the salaries uh, match up, especially where Julius is concerned. Um, and technically, it's got to be worth it. To me, it's, it's not worth a salary dump or something just to trade him just because, you know, Julius has his faults, no doubt about it, but I, I don't think they should just tr- trade him just for the sake of trading him. I, I, I'm not really high on that. I think if you can, again, the Chris Paul trade, if you can make that happen without it costing you much in terms of draft capital, I would consider it. I would certainly consider it, you know, and it goes against all my principles, but I would I would consider the Chris Paul trade. I think he can help this team. And then there was another, I think there was another trade I was looking at a while back with Portland. Looking at the Blazers, potentially offloading a guy like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I, got, I forgot this kid's name. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Hang on. He was a draft pick out of North Carolina just last year. Um, Portland, I was saying Nurkic, Nasir Little, you know, maybe a package around Nurkic, Nasir Little, you know, you, you, you get a young talent, maybe you can squeeze in the second round pick or something like that for Randall to Portland, maybe, but we'll have to look at that a little bit deeper and maybe we'll do a show and, and talk about some, uh, some trade prospects for Julius Randall. But like I said, I'm not trying to give him away. They're definitely not trying to do that. So appreciate the comment. Um, let's see who else we got in the chat here. We have 
Super chat from Chris. Chris F. Then he says, I would love to see Frank on the Tibbs. Yeah, certainly. You know, listen, um, obviously Tibbs is going to come in here with a defensive mindset. But you got to have the, the defensive horses. Got to have the players that's going to buy into that system and execute it the right way. And certainly Frank would benefit from that. And, and the team overall would benefit from that. To me, Frank, you know, the defensive side of things is not my issue with Frank. To me, it's everything else. It's it's scoring the ball consistently, knocking down the three ball consistently. Um, I thought he played fairly well to close out the season as a backup point guard. You just want to see that consistent. You want to see that consistent effort across the board. To me, defense is the last thing I'm really worried about with Frank right now. He's more than adequate on the defensive side of things. But uh, offensively is where I want to see him become more consistent. Definitely. Um, Albert Toby Scott says, what's going on? Putting Alaska on the map. Albert checking in from Alaska. Salute to Albert. Um... He says, putting Alaska, New York Knicks fans on the map. Albert, Toby Scott, holding it down all the way out there in the great frontier. So, salute to Albert. I've never been to Alaska, man. What's it like in Alaska right now? Are they, is it at the point where they're under like the 24 hours of daylight? I always felt like that was a, a unique uh, aspect to Alaska. You know, what's going on over there? So, salute to Albert. Who else we got in the chat? Um, Kenyon Chapman, what's going on? Scotty Shaven, how you feeling? He says a lot of Knicks fans will be upset when Randall's here next year. Well, that's true, but you know, after that, so I don't think it's going to kill us too, too bad to have him work on him and, and see if they can. A CP3, you bring in a, another talent where Randall doesn't have to be that guy. You know, it's, it's slim, you know, the chances are slim that, you know, you bring in somebody that beat a guy, but. If that's the case, then I think he doesn't kill you as much. I think part of the problem with Randall is that he was doing too much. He was trying to be the number one guy when he's really the three or four or five even on some teams. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Give me a thumbs up. The stream should be back up and running right now. TM said feds sweep Randall cut the internet. Now we back, man. Oakley sabotaging the stream. Now we back up and running, man. They're definitely back up and running. So um, I don't know where I last cut off, but I think bottom line is I don't think they're going to trade him in terms of Julius Randle. In terms, I don't think they're just going to give him away. I don't see a market that big for him. And so I think more than likely he's going to be back on the team. And so it'll behoove them. If he is back on the team, then... Uh, get some shooters, get some shooters to put put on in, in those lineups with him. You know, hopefully, I think Bullock will be back. You know, you get a, a more consistent effort from Bullock. Get some more three-point shooting out there and play to his strengths. You know, you, get, you play to his strengths. I think that's the only thing that uh, we're going to be able to do at, at this point in time. So, I don't see them uh, getting Randall out of here. All right, who else we got in the chat? Uh, Lawan Williams says, stream is fine. Appreciate it. Um, Jonathan Irizarry says, CP, new fan from Puerto Rico. Salute to everybody down there in PR. We got a lot of fans of Puerto Rico. So uh, definitely salute to, to you guys. Shaquille says, should we trade for Larry Marketing? It's another trade I would look into if it doesn't cost you too much. I would try to get Lowry on a reclamation project. He's, he's had an off year this past season. Uh, we'll see what happens. But he seems like he, he would stick around in Chicago once they make the coaching change, which they're going to do. 
But nevertheless, keep an eye. Let's keep an eye out on that situation as well. Uh, who else we got? Somebody was checking in from Wyoming, Winnipeg, Canada. Tony checking in from up north. So we got a couple Canadians in the chat. A eh? salute to you guys. Uh, NY Nick eight twenty one says hashtag new from Olympia, Washington. Knicks fan since ninety one. Loving the show, bro. So salute NY Nick eight twenty one. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, he says he's been a fan since ninety one. Speaking of milestones, you know today was um. The 26th anniversary, or not so special anniversary, June 17th, 1994. The Knicks beat the Houston Rockets 91-84 in Game 5 of the NBA Finals at Madison Square Garden. This was the infamous OJ game where midway through the game... The feed cuts out on NBC and they're taking you to California where OJ and Al Cowlings are on a chase running from the LAPD. It was just pandemonium, man. I remember watching this as a kid. I was like, what happened to the game? Like, what happened to the game? You know, I was so pissed. I was so pissed, man. What happened to the game? And then those days, like I didn't have cable those days. So at that time... I'm like, okay, maybe it's on channel nine, maybe it's on channel 11, maybe it's on channel five. I'm flipping through one through 11 like a maniac trying to find the game. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And uh, yeah, that that was it, man. So this is the cover of the New York Times front page. Rest in peace to Mace. Mason had 17 and nine off the bench in this game. And uh, that was it. We went up 3-2 and... Never, never recovered, man. Never came back, came back without the, without the chip. One more victory will mean one more parade. Never got that parade. Still waiting. Still waiting on that parade, man. It's uh, unfortunate, but uh, yeah, man. Nick's never got there, man. This, this was the Mason dunk in video. It, Mason was a special, special player, man. Mason was a special, special player. Rest in peace to Mason. I posted this on his on my Instagram and tagged his son, uh, Antoine. Me and Antoine always go back and forth, and he's always appreciative when, when we shout out his pops. And uh, Mason was a special player, man. I hope some of you guys, especially some of you new guys, saw the uh, the Mason documentary that I created for the channel. If not, definitely check it out. Uh, just really just profiling Mason's whole career arc, and it's incredible. You know, Anthony's Mason's story, even to get to this point in the finals, is incredible, man. So definitely check out the Mason documentary if you haven't. And uh, yeah, that, that's all I want to say, man. So salute to everybody once again for tuning in. Definitely appreciate you guys joining for the midweek catch-up. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher. Um, May have some more interviews coming up on the way, so stay tuned. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Sometimes 
the notifications don't pop up in the live stream so we try to let you guys know on twitter on instagram i also post in the community feed on facebook as well so we try to make sure we get the word out and make sure everybody's aware of when we're gonna go live and do shows so uh working on some more content no worries but definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in number one show for the fans by the fans hit that thumbs up button for your boys let me know your coaching preference what do you think about email doka what do you think about those revelations leave me your coaching priorities in the comment section in the chat so to everybody for watching live youtube facebook definitely appreciate you guys be safe and i'll catch up back with you guys over the weekend everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.